Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Is FTX about to crash another crypto? As soon as the FTX collapse happened, we warned people. There's going to be a domino effect. More crypto projects are going to fail due to their exposure to FTX. Well, it looks like one particular project is getting very close to failing. In today's market update, we're going to do three things. Our daily rundown of the charts, the top headlines that are in the cryptocurrency news today, and number three, we're going to find out what is this crypto project that is in deep trouble, why is the situation worsened, what's it got to do with FTX, and what does it mean for you as a crypto trader, investor, or someone who's just interested in the space. So let's dive in. The crypto markets are looking hot today. BTC trading above the 18k level and Ethereum creeping closer and closer to that $1,400 level. So what gives? This is one of those interesting days where the crypto markets really seem to correlate with the stock markets. The US government's latest release of the most widely tracked inflation figures, the Consumer Price Index, is due on Thursday today, covering price increases for the month of December. The question is whether the report will show a significant enough decline in inflation to warrant a slowdown in monetary tightening by the Federal Reserve. Okay, that was a jargon overload. Let's break it down. Basically, investors are hopeful today. They think that the December data is going to show that inflation is going down, and that means the Federal Reserve can stop its current aggressive policy, which is hurting a lot of areas of the economy, including stocks and crypto. And really, the significance of this data is the extent to which it is going to influence the next FOMC meeting, which is coming up in 20 days. On the 1st of February, we're going to get a taste for the kind of policy the Fed is thinking about for the start of 2023. And so far, so good. It looks as though the Fed is going to do a 25 basis point hike, priced in at 76%, or a 50 basis point hike, priced in at 24%. Here in the crypto markets, we want to see interest rates lower, so that 25 basis point scenario, the one that's more likely, is better for us. This is why the markets are green today. But enough of the charts. Let's go into the top headlines in the news, so we are then prepared to talk about that crypto company that FTX looks like it may crash, and at the very end, for those who stick around, I do have a treat. Probably doesn't feel like so long ago to some listeners that FTX got the naming rights for Miami Heat Arena. Well, the bankruptcy judge has just terminated those naming rights. This comes as the pressure continues to mount on SBF. You'll remember that SBF recently pled not guilty to a whole bunch of charges like fraud, etc. What this means is that he's going to go to trial to debate openly whether or not he is guilty. Now, that trial date is set for October and you can bet it's going to be expensive for SBF. Unemployed and under house arrest, Sam Bankman-Fried faces enormous legal bills. The disgraced FTX founder, whose approximately $450 million in Robinhood shares were seized by the government, is likely to lean on friends and family to fund his defense. In more positive news, El Salvador is one step closer to Bitcoin bonds after a law passage. 
El Salvador's Legislative Assembly approved a law on the issuance of digital assets, paving the way for Bitcoin bonds championed by President Nayib Bukele. The Bitcoin bonds have been in the works since at least early 2022. And our final good headline until we go into that crypto project that FTX is really putting pressure on looks at the type of huge partnership that we usually see in a bull market, but here it is in a bear market. Amazon Web Services has just announced a partnership with Avalabs. The cloud computing platform, Amazon Web Services, will work with Avalabs to bring under wider adoption of blockchain technology to different individuals and institutions. Avalanche is the first blockchain to have formed a partnership with AWS. What this means is that AWS will support Avalanche's infrastructure and decentralized applications. Whilst this is the first blockchain partnership, several other blockchains, including Ethereum, are already using AWS to power their networks. The partnership has consequently boosted AVAX, Avalanche's native token, by 13.5% in the last 24 hours. This is yet another step in the right direction for blockchain technology and crypto as a whole. So we needed some good news there to prepare us for this next FTX segment. So the project that FTX has applied a lot of pressure on and even more pressure recently is none other than Gemini Earn. This is a program offered by Gemini, the exchange that is run by the Winklevoss twins. Now the key word that comes to mind when a lot of people are thinking about Gemini Earn is Genesis. Genesis is a crypto lender that Gemini Earn was using to facilitate this program. Genesis is also a crypto project that was heavily impacted by FTX and looks like it could be set to crash. Things started to take a turn for Genesis when Genesis lent $2.4 billion to the now infamous hedge fund Three Hours Capital. But then it got worse. The final blow of Genesis came in the wake of the FTX fallout. Like the lunar collapse, few admitted to having exposure to FTX. On the day of the FTX collapse, Genesis claimed to have no material net credit exposure. However, two days later, Genesis backtracked and announced they had $175 million locked in their FTX trading account. In the aftermath of this situation, Genesis was left with no choice but to suspend withdrawals, which meant that Gemini un-participants also couldn't access their funds anymore. Genesis is part of DCG, or Digital Currency Group, which is a very big cryptocurrency empire that owns a whole bunch of very big names in crypto, such as Coindesk, Grayscale, Genesis. Now, the founders and CEOs of Gemini, the Winklevoss twins, have been very vocal in trying to get the CEO of DCG, Barry Silbert, to do something about what is going on with Genesis. In fact, on January the 2nd, Cameron Winklevoss tweeted an open letter to the CEO of DCG demanding answers for Gemini Earn customers. He describes the hardship that the customers have been having to face, the extent to which DCG and Genesis have not been responsive in trying to find a solution. He also suggests that DCG owes Genesis $1.675 billion, which if paid, should allow Genesis to fulfill its obligations to Gemini Earn customers. 
and he suggests that a resolution had to be found by January the 8th or something would happen. So far it's not really clear what his big plan for January the 8th is but he has recently had more to say about this matter. Worth mentioning that Barry Silber did respond to this open letter saying that DCG did not borrow 1.675 billion dollars from Genesis, that they've never missed an interest payment to Genesis and that they actually had been responsive to Gemini in finding a solution. So a couple days passed, no one was quite sure what was going on with Gemini, with Genesis, with DCG, and then Cameron fired back again on January the 10th with another open letter to Barry Silbert, albeit this one is much bigger, longer. In this letter, he provides a summary of what has happened as Cameron sees it. He talks about the public lies that DCG and Genesis made. Then he talks about the private lies that were made. The accusations then get a lot more serious, talking about accounting fraud, and even more accounting fraud, and then he talks about the path forward. He says, for all the reasons mentioned above, there is no path forward as long as Barry Silbert remains CEO of DCG. He has proven himself unfit to run DCG and unwilling and unable to find a resolution with creditors that is both fair and reasonable. As a result, Gemini, acting on behalf of 340,000 earn users, requested the board remove Barry Silbert as CEO, effective immediately, and install a new CEO who will right the wrongs that occurred under Barry's watch. Genesis lenders, including earn users, have been seriously harmed and deserve a resolution for the recovery of their assets. I am confident that with new management of DCG, we can all come together to achieve a positive out-of-court solution that will provide a win-win outcome for all, including DCG shareholders. Sincerely, Cameron Winklevoss. The response from DCG and Barry Silbert this time was a lot more aggressive. This is another desperate and unconstructive publicity stunt from Cameron to deflect blame from himself and Gemini, who was solely responsible for operating Gemini Earn and marketing the program to its customers. So these headlines have surfaced all over cryptocurrency news and traditional news. Gemini's Winklevoss calls for removal of DCG chief Barry Silbert from Reuters. And a Bloomberg article, Gemini's Winklevoss demands removal of DCG CEO Barry Silbert. Winklevoss wants return of $900 million to Gemini earn users. Silbert's Genesis Uni stopped reimbursements in November. So what does all of this mean for you as a crypto investor, trader, or someone interested in the markets? Well, it's helpful to know who is saying what, and it's also helpful to have a bit of a different opinion on the matter sometimes as well. Gemini claims that Genesis is responsible for what has happened to Gemini Earn. Genesis and DCG claim that Gemini Earn is responsible. What is the answer here? It's probably some sort of a middle ground here. Yes, Genesis is capable for not sorting out their own financial position and having to resort to the measures they did with having to pause all their operations, but Gemini Earn has to admit some responsibility for partnering up with Genesis in the first place and being that sort of intermediary, that middleman that brought together customers and Genesis in the first place. Customers who were 
putting their faith in Gemini earn. We're also putting their faith in Gemini's ability to vet counterparties, third parties, people that it exposes its customers to. So that is one aspect. They have some responsibility there. And the DCG tweet mentions the responsibility of marketing its program. Gemini is also responsible for making it crystal clear to anyone who uses Gemini Earn exactly what's going on. How many people who are using Gemini Earn actually knew that it was Genesis who was ultimately responsible for their funds? If the answer is not many people, potentially their marketing was not effective enough of the risks. So these are challenging market conditions for sure, but they are not impossible. Thank you guys for listening and I will catch you tomorrow for fresh updates.